So today we're going off to visit my gran. My gran's been more like my mum, because my real mum, I only knew her for eight years. She's not only my gran, she's my mum, my real best friend as well, because you could tell her anything and it don't leave her ears. Yeah, so we're gonna go and visit London my gran now. Is the place for me. London, this lovely city. When I came to England and Bess opened this door and we went upstairs and he closed the door, this one little room. And then we went downstairs to the kitchen, both three of us as women, in there cooking. That was really, really hard for me. Really, really hard. And I washed some clothes in the bathroom, put them outside to dry. And it was snow time, winter. When I thought the clothes dry, I go up there and pick them up. They were so stiff. Take them upstairs, put them to wet, wet up the place because they were on the frozen. That was really funny for me because I thought they dry, but when I picked them up, they were, they were hard and stiff. <laughs> Take them upstairs, put them down, and you see water dripping out of them. <laughs> and it was so cold. When dress green road, do some shopping. When we nearly reach back Ripon Road, I forget that I didn't get some cooking oil. And it was so cold, freezing my hand, hands numb. I, went, I just went in and tell Bez that I didn't get no oil. I forgot to pick it up. He did have to go and get it for outside. It was freezing. My hands too cold to go back. Or well, believe me, I am speaking broad mindedly. I am glad to know my mother. So, today we'll be opening a DNA kit that a friend of mine, a work colleague, was telling me that she got one done. And I thought, you know what, let me give it a go. But when the box actually arrived, it then changed because it was as if, wait a minute, what if it comes back and I'm actually Chinese or Turkish or something like that? How would I deal with that? Or even worst case or best case scenario, I'm related to the royal family. Do I get to go up to Buckingham Palace and then have a chat with the Queen about my entitlements. Yeah, so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to give it a quick swab and then post it off and then we have to wait and see what comes back. Who knows, I might be royalty. Yeah, but I didn't know you had big hair like that, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, it looked nice, man. And Grandpa as well. Oh, boy. Give thanks.
You're right, Grandma? I'm fine, thank yeah. you. So come to see you today because me, I believe that you're the pillar of this family. And without you, none of us will be here first and foremost. And a lot of the time people forget that and take you for granted. So my thing is, we need to capture your voice. So the next generation, you've already got great grands here. They will be having children. It's for them to know where you've come from and where the legacy. So as we've spoken before, I just want to know a bit about your childhood, where you grew up. At. Grew up, I can say two places, country and Kingston. Okay. So how was it in Kingston for you? Well, Kingston was fine because I went to went to halfway tree school until I was about eight, I think. Okay. I came back, went back to country to look after my grand, my father's mother, okay. and and finish up school at Santa Cruz. So how, how was it when you went back to Santa Cruz from Kingston? Well, that was a bit hard <laughs> because I have to do all the work, yeah. get up in the morning before I go to school, look after grandmother tea, make it, put it down, then I get my pan bucket, went to well, but nearly a mile walk and to come back and then she call my hair and go to school. So you had to collect the water from that far? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And you, you have to get the wood and whatever for the fire and come back and cook dinner. So what about electric? Was there electric in your area? No, electric in that time is wood fire. Yeah. <laughs> wood fire. And you had to go and get the wood to make the fire. Okay. Wow. You couldn't imagine that now. Because yeah. even for me, when I grew up in Jamaica, we didn't have no gas electric, but there, there was electric, like street lights and that sort of stuff. Well, when I was in Kingston, there were street lights. Even when not every house had it, we have a big lamp, oh. the shades and that for your, for your own house okay. at that time. Yeah. It's funny you said that. The other day I saw one in a shop and I brought it. One of those lamps? <laughs> yeah, one of the lamps. I saw it in a shop and I said, let me buy it because I remember growing up putting the kerosene oil in there and light it and the lamp's there. So when I brought it home, they were like, what's that thing you brought in the house? I'm like, you would never understand. That, that yeah. you're supposed to have power cord, you can use that. Use it, yeah, yes. and light it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on. You're growing up in your teens and, and all that now. How was life for you when you were like in your early teens? Well, I was still at my grand's. But for some reason, I don't think she did like me very much. Yeah. She never liked my mom. She okay. always telling me about my mom this, my mom that, which I never know anything about. Yeah. Right? And she used to send me to work for everybody else. Yeah. Miles and miles walking back and forth. So you've been working from young? Yeah. You have to work for everybody else. As she said, your brother, they have to work you before you go back. Okay. 
So I have to thank the Lord I'm still here. Yeah, that's some hard stuff. So we're moving on now. You get in your 20s. You're having children. How was life for you then, being a mom? Really? It's still hard because you still have, you still have to do everything. Get where water was bad because you have a tank, so we didn't have to go for water. Okay. You know, the kind of thing it wasn't that bad. Okay. And how many children did you have? Seven. Seven children. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then. You moved on. We talk about you coming to England. Now. How was that for you leaving Jamaica, coming to England? Oh, that was a hard time for me yeah. to know I leave them. Yeah. You know, because I didn't really want want to leave them yeah. out there. Okay. And then when you're ready, when you don't know where they disappear to. Yeah. So it was hard work. For no money, mm. and to try to make a living, and to get this house mm. that I could get to start to send for them. Okay, so when you first came here, where did you live? In a rent house, a one room. That's a one room thing. What, what year was that? You got your first house in England. We are living. No, what what year you get your first house in England? Nineteen sixty seven. Okay. When I bought my own place, and this is from nineteen sixty seven. Nineteen sixty seven, and before this one, where did you live? Oh, different places. Okay. Because first, I live off, I live at Ripon Road. Down near the road where your father lived. That okay, near Broadwater Farm site. No, 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 Broadwater Farm. No, we're the two thirty bus run. Okay, yeah, yeah, further down. Further yeah, down, yeah. yeah. And then we moved to Greyhound Road. Okay. And then from Greyhound Road to. I know, just can't remember, yeah, can't remember, yeah. can't remember the, right. the, the so, name of the road. Yeah. So when, so what, what and we, two places and Ruskin Road, Ruskin. just out there, okay. number two and number 28. So you lived in two places on the same road? Yes, <laughs> and then moved from 28 to here. Okay, yeah. and yeah. I was saying earlier, is when you look at this road, Everyone knew each other on this road at one time. And now, how many people from when you moved here still live on this road? Not many. When they moved away, it was, this road was white when I came here. Okay. It was only one black leave at number four. Okay. And I didn't make two companies up here, yeah. in this little thing. And now you know who? They all went. Okay. Yeah. Time, but yeah. and it's it's now when you look back at where things are from where you come here. 
big difference. Big difference, big yes. Difference. It's, it's big difference. I remember I come here when I was six for Christmas. But wait, what time between you come here for your the mystery for holiday when it's Ni- nineteen eighty-nine. You came for, for Christmas, ho- yeah. No, I'm not talking Christmas. I remember you would come here and spend must be six weeks you on holiday and yeah, then no, you go back. Yeah, yeah. And I went back around Christmas time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I came in just before Christmas and then I went back. Come remember, I come with Faye. So yes. me and my sister come on the plane together. Oh, yes. And yes. then she went to my mom's family and I then and, stayed and, with you until yeah, Christmas. Until you go yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. That was the best Christmas of my life. <laughs> I remember going back to Jamaica with a bicycle and all sorts of things. Normally, the neighbours get them. Yes. And I remember I used to look over the fence, see the neighbours' barrels coming. Yeah. And they used to give me a socks and a pencil. And I was happy with the white socks and a pencil. But now, I'm going back to Jamaica. I've got bicycle, roller skates. And there was nowhere to roller skate, but I still put them on and ride them in the grass. i never forget that Christmas, but that was... The happiest Christmas of my life, serious. And then a couple of years after that, I come back to England to live for good. And so. then you still come here at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this was the place again for Christmas. So my my thing is is just about understanding the importance of what you've done. Yeah? yeah. Because if you didn't bring Dad here and you didn't bring me here, I don't know what would happen to us. Yeah. yeah, and especially with my mom dying, and when I look back now, she's been sick for years. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because she used to drink this pink liquid. I think it was Gaviscon or one of them. Okay. So she's been having belly pains for years, but she didn't say nothing. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when she they thought it was indigestion. Yeah, but it was the cancer eating her, mm-hmm. her insides and all of that. And you know, the woman was a warrior. So for her, until it was death she's gonna fight to the end yes yes and also as well i'll never forget the day when you called me and told me she come back to england because i had lived my life for years thinking my mom was dead oh yeah so i didn't know she was alive i just well she's dead i heard from her let me continue living and the day you rung me and said your mom just come here it was like I just, I was numb because yeah. I was thinking, what do you mean my mom's just turned up at your house, yes. ring your auntie? Yes, she did come. Yeah. Yes, yes. And even, I remember when we was in Jamaica and that she used to take us to the phone box and ring here reverse charge. I didn't even know it was reverse charge <laughs> them days, running up the phone bill. But it, you just look at that and you say to yourself, what a life where you've got one parent reverse charging a phone call to your grandma's mm. house because to her, I'm in Jamaica, I'm starving. Yeah, I'm ringing yeah. reverse charge. Somebody best send some money because I have to pay the rent. But not knowing, one, there's no money flowing about in England like that. And that's right. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing. Yeah, but when you're in Jamaica, that's what people that's think. That's what you, yeah. yeah. And I remember she said to me, "Your dad's up there. Your grand's got a big mansion. <laughs> They're all rich in England. They could send us some money and." She used to walk out of the phone box, angry, pulling me down the road because she got a £20 or a £30 and she wanted more. Because to her, it was like, send some more money. Use and her you don't English. really understand because when I was out there with the kids, um, right here, every two weeks, I get 
maybe 20 pounds, mm. not 20, 10, because he was only work, work, working maybe 12 pounds for the mm. week while you have to work overtime before you get 15 pounds. Yeah. So those times was hard time. Yeah. And it's in Jamaica, people think that. Right. Yeah, the roads are paved with gold. Because you know, I, so. I used to do sometimes to help the cashew. And I tell you, and a lady, I remember a schoolmate said to me, so, but your husband, you know, in, in England, why are you doing that? Why are you selling cashew? Yes, <laughs> why are you, you doing Yeah, because you're meant to be living life because you've got someone in England. Yeah? Yes, because they don't, they don't understand. Even me never understand, but me still trying to, you know, you have the kids to look after, so you're trying to make, do with the temper. It's, it's, it's to hard. Make some extra money. It's hard, but as I said, Grandma, you don't know how we, we can't even thank you for what you've done. But it's not gone unnoticed because look now, I'm here, running government elections and working with the government that is unheard of. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's people wonder how does your grandfather to know that you're running an election. Feel great. <laughs> and something else as well I say to everyone watching is this one thing that I will say publicly is no matter whether even whether I'm wrong or right, you've always supported me. Yeah. And yeah. always been same thing with my children Do as well. Same with yeah. always there. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Every, everybody have a right to make one mistake or whatever whatever in your life. And the same thing goes for my other little cousins that's come up after me. Yeah. Regardless how you are, you still support all of us. All same. of us. Yeah. So all of them, yeah. 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 No, Everybody's no. mine. The other day I couldn't hear from Daniel. I was worried. Mm. You know, he was here yesterday. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, Grandma. So if you had one thing you could say to the younger generation... What would it be that you could tell them? Work hard and work twice as hard because for us, everything is more hard for you to get reach anywhere. Yeah. Schooling, I always say, work work twice as hard as the opposite. Yeah. You know, because everything is more harder for us. Yeah. And also as well, we have to pay homage to Grandpa as well, yeah, because he done the brave move to come here. He come here, and mm. then he, he still do good. He sent family for yeah. for plenty come and forget their forget their family, yeah, yeah. so they have a family. So yeah. that that was good, yeah. you know. And also as well, Uncle Balford, that's not here as well. Yes, we can't forget. We him. can't forget yeah. him. I went up to cemetery Saturday. Not yes, not yesterday. Last week. last week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nice well, it was his birthday. Yeah. If he was here now, man, know about every kung fu movie. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah. it was his yeah. kind of. Yeah. Quiet yeah. man, but anything to do with technology, the guy knew. Yeah, humble guy, really nice. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, Grandma, thanks for being on the show, mm. and love and appreciate you, and. 
what you've done, as I said, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be here today. So we have to show respect. And I hope that more people watch this and look after their grandparents and show them love. Because no matter what I'm doing, you need anything, I'm there. Yeah? So it's what it is. And people need to treat their grandparents better. I see some young people now abusing their grandparents or forgetting that their grandparents are in the house and want to lock them up in care homes. You're not going in no care <laughs> home. So, yeah. you understand. So, they know that sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to go there. No, nah, no, nah, you're not going nowhere. Even if you have to come <laughs> live with us, you're coming. And not only that, you've got more than enough people, people that will take you. Share me around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, uh, dear. And it, we, we might laugh about that, but people would think, you know what? I'm not taking her in my house. I remember I was I was saying to a friend of mine, I had to wash my mum's mum when she was in the hospital. And I, I thought, look at this, my grand's saying that. She don't want the doctors washing her. And I had to wash so, my So she grand. never have any... No, we were all taking turns. So oh, my aunts okay. would stay the night. Okay. And I will stay the night. And I'm one of the oldest, if not the oldest, uh, grandchild. And I'm in there of the night, and she said to me, son, I don't want them rough me up, so wash me. And I was like, oh, grandma, you're naked, I don't want to wash you. But <laughs> it's like, you, you realise that, wait a minute, it's my grand, I have to wash her. So my thing is this, we have to show respect and, and appreciation to you, because you're the last one left, yeah? You're yeah. the last one left out of the grandparents, yeah? So for those of you out there watching... It's about you appreciating and paying homage to your grandparents before they go and meet their ancestors. Because as you heard here from my grand, she's been working from she was in her young age. She came to England in the snow when it was real snow and racism was rife. And she still survived, brought her house from nothing. And she's continued to give us wise words and advice. Yeah, And regardless whether wrong or right track. My grand's always been here by my side, never judge me. I had my own mum that birthed me for eight years. I've had my grand in my life from the beginning till now. So she's more of my mum than my actual real mum, yeah? Love and blessings, everyone. Thanks for that, that's good. For me, we need to understand that us being here in this country where we're not being attacked, by racism and racist people is something that we will never understand what the elder generation has gone through. I've heard stories from some of my uncles, my mum's brothers have told me living in Camden, they had to fight skinners just to get to school and back home. I've never experienced that. The first time I experienced racism was from my own people when I came to this country and started primary school. And I had other young people calling me African boo-boo because I had prominent features and I was dark-skinned. That was my first experience of racism. When I grew up in Jamaica, we didn't know about Turkish people. We didn't know about Indians and Africans. We only knew about Kuli people. So for me, it was a strange thing actually going through racism from my own peers. Of the time I have spent, I mean my life in London is really magnificent. I have every comfort and every sport, and my resident is at Hampton Court. So London, that's the place for me.